0: Poison Rana Hello Hello, hello, hello Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana PoisonRana.ca, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast app you may be listening to us on And of course YouTube.com
1: slash at Poison Rana Hello, Poison Rana pod, excuse me oh,
0: yeah Hello YouTube room, how we doing? What's going on? It's a rare... Monday night with the BDE. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, we usually go live with this show on Sundays in the afternoon, but, uh, there was a pay per view last night, so it, it would be was. not too much to talk about if we. Just yeah, we'd be dating
1: night. ourselves very quickly. We'd yeah. be previewing an event, uh, putting our predictions together for it to all be uh, irrelevant yeah. in a mere few hours.
0: So what we did instead is we uh, had a few friends over and we watched the show last night and then uh, we decided to record this little bonus podcast on a Monday night for you people. So we will be back tomorrow night after NXT on the post-wrestling feed for Up Next, so look forward to that. And then I think uh, we'll resume this show next Sunday at uh, our normal time
1: at two p.m. Yeah. Yes. On Before Sunday. we get into it, I, do you mind just lowering your seat like half an inch? Am because I too taller? You're too tall. Like they're they're missing your your lovely post wrestling hat.
0: You've got to shrink down, cut
1: off. Yeah. Now I then feel go, like now I'm the tallest. No, I don't like room. this
0: now. <laughs> now I feel short. But it,
1: it looks better. It looks
0: better. You know how I feel about short people. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't don't want no short people not around here. Uh, hello, short people and tall people. Uh, we love like yeah.
1: Poison Run is for everyone.
0: Yes, this is true. uh so we're gonna dive in and chat about some a e w revolution that happened last night that mm-hmm. uh yeah we we hung out and had a, a great time. I'm a little hungover, I'm hurting. We had some friends over some listen we we got we we're, we're so close to our listeners that sometimes we we invite you over to our house, yes, and that was the case with <laughs> uh Emil, yeah, who's what traveling from Denmark, who's in the room right now, saying oh.
1: haven't really been able to form sentences today, so uh yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, our friend Jen, shout out Brian Jen, but Jen brought Hennessy and, uh, the bottle's like gone. So mm. that was, that explains a lot, uh, why I'm hurting today. Uh, yeah, we had Jesse yeah. from the six.
1: I, I did all right. You, you were all doing like the sprint thing. I was, yeah. I was running the marathon. You were doing the Ironman. <laughs> and then at the end, like normally I'd be down for a night out, but you're like, yeah. you're coming out. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good tonight. I think I'm going to go to bed. I've got work in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we need to talk about, Revolution in the evening. So I, uh, yeah, I, I tapped out early. You yesterday. tapped out,
0: but I went the extra mile and ended up singing, uh, Rockstar by Nickelback of on course ca- for did. karaoke. So that was, that was my night. But yeah, I'm hurting today, but it was a, uh, it was a fun time. I like, uh, getting together with people yeah. and watching wrestling and stuff like that. And, uh, it's always fun to get, uh, people. Emil was saying, like, he, he's not really watched wrestling with people before. So it was mm. like such a unique experience for him. Like not often does he have people to do that. And I, I, I find that like interesting and pretty fun. He came in and said, uh, "It
1: smells exactly how I thought," and I was like, "What weed and cooking?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> he's th-
0: he thought the whilst I was you-
1: preparing a, a a Guinness stew yeah.
0: yesterday, you were preparing a uh, uh, some joints.
1: For, yeah, exactly. For the for the
0: show. Yeah, that was pretty. Gr- that was pretty great. So uh, then we had a non wrestling fan, your friend Gareth from work. Mm-hmm. He came over to watch with us as well. He was just like happy to be. He was just like, "Yeah, this yeah. is great." He got into it. For sure.
1: We were trying to, um, in as condensed a way as possible, explain each feud. Um, So it'd be like, okay, Jericho v. Starks, what happened? I'm like, okay, the young guy beat the old guy once and then kept on wanting to face the old guy a second time and then tricked him into facing him a second time. He's like, but he's already beaten him. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, what's the second match? So that guy's Luke (laughs) Perry's son. And, well, as we know, Luke Perry died. So Christian pretended to be his dad for like a year and then was like, nah, lol, your dad's dead. So they're, they're yeah. having a buried alive match. <laughs> He's like, all right. Oh, and he wants to fuck his mom and right. sister. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then he got into What it. story for the Elite versus House of Black? I don't know, but it's going to be good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the scary guys versus the yeah. basketball guys. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, want to hang out with us and watch a pay-per-view with us, we can tell you wh- where we will be. The next big wrestling pay-per-view. Both nights... In Toronto mm. at Gabby's. I was going to say at D- Davy's Gabby's because it is. It's it is my your Gabby's.
1: Gabby's 309 King Street West. It's This is like a five-minute walk from the CN Tower. Yep. It's right in the heart of downtown. Uh, we're going to be showing WrestleMania both nights with sound on on over 10 screens. We're even going to have it on the patio as well. We've got a heated covered patio for like overflow. So if yeah. you, you want to bring your coats as well and, and watch outside – uh, we started curating a bit of a, a cocktail list, um, which are always a, a big hit. And, yeah, uh, come and get your tickets. Tickets are moving pretty quickly, so don't leave it to the last minute. Um, go to poisonrana.ca to click on the link to our Eventbrite. And we still got some combo tickets left. So if you wanted to come to both nights, it will save you a few bucks.
0: Yeah, this is this has been fun. If you're in the Toronto area or somewhat and you're making the trip, we know a few of our friends are coming into the city just to come hang out and watch Mania with us at the bar for two nights. So that'll be quite awesome when that happens, if that happens. But if you are in the area uh, thinking of watching it with some friends, hell yeah, come come on by and we're going to have a party. We've done these things for the past little while. We've been killing it. So mm. we're in demand now. We've got some pretty cool prizes we're going to be giving away oh, oh,
1: oh. both nights as well. Wow. So, um... Uh
0: Yeah, last year I gave away a AEW replica title and then I gave away a... WWE title, universal, some, one of the, the big main heavyweights. Mm. This year, we got like some titles, meaning a lot of titles. And if, and if, you know, those won't hold up your pants for you, well, Davy's got the Cody Rhodes weight belt also.
1: I, I wish <laughs> I just had this for Halloween last year. Yeah. It, it would have completed <laughs> the costume, but, uh, yeah, AEW weren't making these. yeah so we've, we've got a, we've got a game in mind if you want to get your hands on a, a Cody Rhodes weightlifting belt. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You could, could come into use. You know. You wanna. You wanna start work on that summer bod. Yeah. Get to the gym. Do some weightlifting. Just do the work. Look after your pec, guys. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. We've got a lot of uh pretty fun prizes. To you give
0: could away. do Cody Rhodes Halloween again, like in a year or two, and do like WWE Cody Rhodes. So mm. like, do the injured pec. Do the the really blonde. That would be quite fun. Yeah. 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 That belt. Yeah. yeah, one day looking the better title.
1: in the the HD they've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I, we've got some ideas for Halloween already for this
0: year. We do, but also open to people's uh, always open ideas to for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, we had
1: Sing and Derby
0: locked pretty early. Yeah. for last we year. knew we were going to be Dad and Son for a yeah. while, so we did it together. I mean, what's next? Uh, FTR bald, FTR hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did I just? <laughs> I feel that would be. I don't. I don't know want to do the mustache. Exciting. Yeah,
0: and it just looks. Um, you just kind of
1: look like two, good, m- maybe, two dudes. Maybe maybe we've done AEW a couple of years. Maybe maybe something switch WWE. It up.
0: Maybe yeah, switch we'll it up. see. I've always wanted to do uh, Stone Cold because I can. I shave my head. You have I, to shave. I wouldn't the want to shave my yeah, beard yeah, properly. No. Yeah. No, I couldn't do it. Uh so yeah, it, we're going to be doing WrestleMania. It's going to be a party. There's going to be trivia games, prizes, drinks, wrestling stuff. We're going to do trivia games and and you're maybe play some wrestling beforehand, the music, all the fun stuff. It's going to be so much fun. Uh but if you are in the Toronto area, look for us in other places as well. On Sunday, March 26th, it's the awesome Toy Show. Mm. And uh we were uh not, they they we were invited to come hang out. They're going to have like a whole wrestling alley at this this convention, this Toy Show, which just seems pretty fun. Uh, and then, uh, you, you had the idea of like, hey, why don't we do like a, a 2K tournament? And this is turning into something pretty crazy too. So you want a chance to go to WrestleMania and win a prize package. And also, I think like 200 bucks and more. There's the prizes are just crazy. This, this tournament's turning into something that we had no idea would turn yeah, into something. Yeah, there's <laughs> some insane prizes
1: going for this one. So, so uh, get it, on your, uh, get on your PlayStations and start. It will be. It will be on, the, it will be on the PS4, yeah. unfortunately, because yeah. we don't have a PS5 yet. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, hey, you, with that 200 bucks, it can go towards a PS5 exactly. if you win this thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this, this is going to be cool. And if you're a fan of memorabilia and toys and stuff, that's the place to go. Cause, uh, everyone's talking about the new Ninja Turtle movie and stuff. I'm sure that's the place you can, I can find some, some cool turtle toys and, and stuff. So, uh, looking forward to that. Again, Toronto area, ca. And that. we've also got some
1: awesome shows coming
0: up this month, oh. uh, this March on our Patreon. Uh, we do
1: have, uh, we put out our Black Mirror review last week, uh, where we had Chris Elliott, one of our family member patrons, uh, pick Black Mirror episode one and two. Uh, whole lot of discussion, a uh, really, really good chat there. I thought about, uh, not just the, the show, but kind of, yeah, like where the world's going and, yeah. and how Black Mirror kind of, is maybe predicting some scary things for us for the future. So I I really enjoyed that conversation. We also looked at the... Uh, December eighteenth edition uh from two thousand and thirteen of NXT NXT two hundred yeah the two yeah. hundredth episode featuring Agent Neville versus Bo Dallas for the NXT title in the main event in a lumberjack
0: match. in the craziest who's who of lumberjacks Oh, yeah yeah this was a pretty fun and we're we're review. pretty
1: good with with spot spotting and
0: knowing some of these, some of these rare
1: talent. rare like appearances from yeah. people in NXT and some of these guys had us absolutely stumped
0: yeah uh that was uh that was a pretty fun show NXT is ne- we're going into on was next we're going into the year 2014 which has Cesaro versus Regal next yes. week and I think it's his last match or one of his last matches so maybe
1: last televised? Yeah, I think, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So
0: we'll be talking about that as well uh coming up in a few weeks when we get to that but yeah that's been super fun on the retro NXT reviews. Uh it's the beginning of the month so it's the best time. I mean any time is really with that whole patreon Mm -hmm. sign up whenever you want so if you sign up it's five bucks but you get a whole month access so you can go back and go through all our different reviews and podcasts but it is wrestlemania season and we put it up to our fam members and jake has picked a wrestlemania and sino has picked a wrestlemania so we'll be going two weeks straight of two different wrestlemania reviews in march so looking forward to that wrestlemania
1: 11 yeah which is one i don't believe i've ever seen the what uh bam bam Lawrence Taylor? taylor yeah and WrestleMania 19 celebrating the 20 year anniversary of this so from the what the sublime to the ridiculous with these two yeah and and then rounding off the month next week we're going to be doing a, another movie review uh, actually coming out this week now uh, with one of our uh, top tier patrons Greg Clark who has picked Tango and Cash <laughs> And his rationale, he was like, all right, it's WrestleMania season, so Stallone's in this film, Stallone was also in Rocky, and Hulk Hogan was in Rocky, and Hulk Hogan was in WrestleMania. So Tango and Cash, it's a WrestleMania film.
0: At least he <laughs> didn't pick Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. That could, it could have been worse, right. Davey, trust me, it could have been a lot worse. So yeah, uh, Tango and Cash, which is definitely another TBS it? movie. Uh, it's uh, Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell Stallone, and Stallone, and Terry Hatcher. Yeah. <laughs> This is going to be great. I love, on, I love random movie reviews and, I, and why it's been picked. <laughs> and why it's been picked. Yeah. Kate Creed is popular. He's in that. No, wait, maybe he's not in that. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Uh, I, I have no
0: idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. okay. So yeah. Anyways, you get all those shows and everything else coming out this month. Uh, it's only five bucks and you get access to like 500 other podcasts. Patreon.com
1: slash poison rana. And then finally, this week, obviously, we've got our, uh, NXT show tomorrow up next on the post wrestling feed. So youtube.com slash post wrestling and the, uh, the uh, post wrestling podcast feed. Um, and then John Cena will be doing double duty this week with a new episode of shot of the shot in the dark talking about all the shows you might have missed this week in wrestling in 15 minutes or less. I'm sure there's going to be some ROH talk in there with the debut of the new show. Uh, and then he'll be back on Friday. With B Detroit for a new episode of What Up, Doe, where they'll be talking all things uh, hip hop, video games, pop culture, and I'm sure they'll be previewing that season finale of The Last of Us, which has been an absolutely excellent series.
0: Yeah, so we just have all these shows free shows, Patreon shows, poisonrana.ca for all the stuff. But follow us, uh, go hit that subscribe. Mm. All the little things can go such a long way. And if you like us, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, because we like you. Hey, I like you too. I like you too. Yeah. We should, uh, well, should we? Dive into some revolution. Yeah. Yeah. AEW.
1: Kicking things off with Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Um, I thought this was a, a great idea. I actually loved the the match order of this show. I think especially right. when you know you're going to have a an Iron Man match at the end. You're guaranteed at least an hour at the end of the show. Uh, I thought starting off with maybe the, the two matches that people were a little like, unsure about going in was a good move because you're going to get that hot crowd you're going to capitalize on them you're kicking off the show with judas and uh then actually had a pretty fun opener here between jericho and starks
0: yeah it didn't like overstay its welcome last year i think it was the same pay-per-view jericho opened the show with eddie right yeah Yeah, and that match was awesome so i i thought this was pretty good as well and it it seems to finally put the button on the it, it
1: so the J.S. were banned from ringside. Apart from Sammy trying to get involved and Action Andretti taking him yeah. out, uh, this was a, a clean win from Ricky. Jericho working on his ribs throughout the whole match and then using the uh, Barbie, uh, no Floyd, Floyd. The, the baseball bat to the ribs uh, with a great near fall with Starks kicking out there and then hitting the Rochambeau on Jericho for the win. Where that move because Starks isn't the biggest guy and when you see trying to. Do it on like a, yeah. a Jericho, who's kind of got some. It's like the on him Dominator. These days, but- yeah. Uh, I, I thought this was a pretty fun match, and I'm I'm pleased they gave Ricky Starks this clean win, so we can put this to bed. I was worried we were going to have you know action and Dreddy joining the JAS, yeah. And then I was and Starks feuding and this thing going on forever. Um, it kind of yeah elevated Starks, I think, and maybe now we can move him into like the TNT title picture or something like that moving forward.
0: Yeah, I, I know people are, are big fans of Starks, and I, I am too. But just right now, it's like, where do you want him to, to be? Do you want him? We, we've just seen him do the MJF feud and, mm. and match. Is it him to take the TNT title off someone who just wins it back? The title? flipping I think around. The, the aim
1: is with, they've kind of condensed the people they're focusing on at the moment. And Starks seems to be one of the guys they're focusing on. And hopefully getting him up to a level like a Derby. Where I think Darby's been at the position for a long time now, where you could buy him as soon as they want to put him as a challenger for the title, right? You'll buy yeah. it, but they're always keeping him busy. Okay, not on this show. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They're usually keeping him busy with some like interesting mid-card stuff, and I think that's the thing with Starks. It's not necessarily he's going to be in the main event now, but you know if he can keep on cutting like promos he did in the MJF feud and putting on good matches like he has against Jericho and. Uh, MJF, maybe a year or so from now, he he could be more viable in that uh, upper tier position.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I do think there's like there's something that has to make him stand out a bit more that like everyone else. Like, w- what's the pillars right of AEW? Is he considered one of those those pillars, or is he one of the killers? Really? Uh, <laughs>
1: he's not a pillar,
0: but right. he's like it's like the fifth pillar. Fifth pillar, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, even I'd give him that for sure. And I, I feel like all the other ones got there thing you know mjf being the the biggest meanest Mm. guy darby being the zombie turtle kid uh jungle boys jungle boy and luke perry's son (laughs) i really feel for starks a bit more size
1: would help him because he's not necessarily a high flyer is he yeah and and i think whereas whereas a darby and a jungle boy they're kind of Lack of size, it's almost part of their character. Darby, obviously, just getting flung around all the time. Jungle Boy is more of a high flyer. It suits them. I think for Starks to kind of be like, I mean, he clearly models himself on the rock and things like that. I think if he beefed up a little bit, I think you could buy him more in that role. Mm. But I think he talks like a main eventer, but just you look at him and he looks just that undersized. And he looks like he needs to evolve a bit yeah and maybe some juice will no like (laughs) i'm not saying juice, but you know like i think we saw with osprey when he started packing on some size yeah you you bought him legitimately as more of a main eventer
0: absolutely when you when you see anyone argue about oh mjf is not a great like champion or this Mm. and that's like yeah this guy looks like a pyramid like this guy is jacked stacked like this guy looks like he's a world champion where like people would criticize adam cole for the way he looks Mm. sometimes and it's like the guys you're facing are like, you know, huge jack dudes. It's like it does it people a lot of wrestlers are are still in fantastic, amazing shape. I'm not saying that at all, yeah. I'm just
1: think, to maybe match with his style a bit more. Sure. Like think he's a small guy doing the spear. The Rochambeau is is a power move. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. it's not maybe as uh like I'm try just trying to think of because you say and I agree, he's not there. Yeah, but he kind of does have all the tools right. to get there at one day. He will, I think. Um, but yeah, sure. I'm pleased. I thought this was a fun opener and a, a good way to kick things off and Jericho lost again at Revolution. The feud has to end. It's got to end. Yeah. Please. I don't want to TV one well, more or anything. Just
0: end it. Yeah. Move on. Go go towards the Jericho-Garcia thing again if you have to or anything. Just go. Yeah, this,
1: yeah I guess it's that's stale, where you, yeah. you
0: can keep Jericho busy if he's
1: sticking around. Um, then we had a buried alive match. <laughs> so this was the final bury. It was more of a casket, wasn't it? Because there was no digging. There was no. There was
0: dirt though. There was there dirt, was but they weren't
1: shoveling the dirt. There was no forklift of dropping dirt. It's pretty
0: hilarious. It was like
1: a stationary casket match. Yeah. Uh, with a like a drop zone <laughs> thing at the end.
0: Yeah. What was that?
1: That that looked terrifying. Yeah. Have the lid slammed and then you. Uh, I, Just drop in. I would not want to be put
0: in a coffin anyway. Like, like meaning, like if you're alive, right? Like you watch movies like mm. where people get put in them, or like that Goosebumps episode where the kids that go film down. And, buried with, yeah, buried. Yeah. Like that seems really scary and terrifying. Mm. So to get, be put in one of these things would would kind of freak me out. But this was, I I'm still trying to figure out why this was a buried alive match. I know the guy says his dad is dead. I know he says he's he's gonna kill him, or yeah. I don't like. Just they should have just done the unsanctioned, but I guess they already had one of those later tonight that they're like, okay, we need to add something to this to different So
1: I I found it a bit of a weird stipulation. They're yeah. now having Jungle Boy cut Undertaker style promos, which is a little odd. Yeah. They I think they justified it enough with the like, you know, his dad and like now he's gonna bury essentially his surrogate father. <laughs> um but what I found interesting was these no- these matches tend to be pretty trash right so how are they gonna do this match with the gimmick and make it work and i would say this was one of the best like buried alive matches i've seen i thought they they had the violence with it feeling separate from your death match later and uh i thought they didn't overplay the struggle with trying to get the other in the coffin i think they both tried maybe once or twice towards the end It, it was more more about beating the other guy until they're incapacitated to put them in, which was with the finish with the right. the snare trap with the shovel. But uh, I th- I thought this was pretty good. And but I think we're burying the lead here with Christian's attire.
0: Yeah, I mean, he comes out wearing his street fight gear, and it's a it's a turtleneck sleeveless I, turtleneck. I laughed so so good. hard. Yeah, this that was fantastic. Does, was he always wearing those kinds of shirts? We always wore... See, saw him wearing jackets. Was he just always... What, were they always (laughs) (laughs) sleeveless? You know? Uh, Now we'll never know. It's
1: like, you know when the... Like, the the sweater with the shirt underneath was a thing? Like, the two-layered? And then you buy them and it's like... No, it's not two... It's it's just a long sleeve stuck to a... Short sleeve or, or like a- in
0: National Lampoon's Christmas when cousin Eddie, he's got like the fake turtle that you can see through his sweater, <laughs> like going up it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still, I still like enjoyed watching this match, but for something that like felt like this was supposed to be the big final match where they get to face off, it, it just felt like maybe the build was, it took too many hits. And the injury to to, to make it make it feel so hot. But yeah, I'm
1: still glad they went back to it, though. They I really feel like they needed to cap it off after. Yeah. Is this Christian's write off? I feel like it is. Um, I mean, they buried him alive. (laughs) I also don't see really. I'm not really interested. I like Christian, but I'm not really interested in having him feud with anyone else now. Yeah, I think he did his job. You know, he came in, did the Kenny feud, had that little impact run. And has been mainly there to elevate Jungle Boy. And he has. So I kind of... I mean, they've just announced August 18th SmackDown in Toronto. Uh. And, like, Edge was kind of hinting last year that he's finishing up. I mean, if you could have Edge and Christian together one more time for a big Toronto show, taking on Kevin and Sammy, four Canadians in the main event. Like, I think that's a... Damn, that's a pretty sweet way to kind of you know maybe retire.
0: Right. These okay. Nights. The thing is, uh, he's been out this whole year, mm. and like you kind of forgot about him. And then he, I thought he cut this great promo last week where I was mm. like, dude, you shouldn't be hanging. You sh- you could still be doing this yeah. for another like two, three years of this kind of run. Because for me, he was always one of the best bad guys, and he still he still managed to get me wanting to see his ass get his ass kicked. So. Yeah. As much as him retiring, maybe it is something he would like to do. Maybe it's not. Maybe we will see. We'll him see. Again. So he, he's been there about two
1: years now. Yeah. But we know the thing about injuries and perhaps tacking on months. Right. So we don't like the AEW contracts aren't really out there. Yeah. Like, so we don't really know if he's finishing up or not. But uh, I, I definitely think he's, he still has stuff to offer, clearly.
0: But I just wonder if AEW is the place anymore. Well, I was also expecting the the dinosaur to pop out of the coffin, mm. but that didn't happen. No, uh, we didn't. Still know Luchasaurus. Yeah, is there something about his mask? Something
1: yeah, like so that? his mask. Uh, the guy who created it's kind of like, yo, you haven't paid me. Oh, so. damn! I okay. wonder if he'll come back either
0: maskless or with a but new. Put him mask. with Cushion again, but like as the new Tyson Tomko. Like, well, that, I feel they've done that. Yeah, but I
1: he, I thought we were going to have him return to help Jungle Boy.
0: Yeah, me too. And actually, be like. Nah. Nah, fuck this guy. Yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> like, I thought so too. But uh, probably one of the lower parts of, of this show for me was this match, but still like if you know, it was still really I, entertaining. Again,
1: I, I thought having this and the Jericho Starks match at the beginning, it like, I wasn't ready for the crazy stuff yet. You know, like it, I like warming in and it was like a nice appetizer before we're getting to like the real meat of the show. Yeah, So I I think... I'd have been a lot more negative on both these matches if they were later in the show. But I thought they were perfect, like, starting off. And then then we go on to the Elite versus House of Black. I mean, I don't really have much to say about this one. <laughs> it's kind of just there, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, This, uh, as soon as, like, you were teasing that this was the possibility of the trios match, yeah. Uh, you had my money. I would pay for the pay-per-view just to see this. And boy, did it deliver. I mean, this was... 18 minutes of just insanity. I don't think they took a break during those 18 minutes no. as much as there was an hour long match later. Like but this these these six guys were just killing each other and put on a hell of a performance. I obviously I I've been a huge fan of Kenny and the Bucks for a long time, but House of Black have been just been chilling, not really been featured as a key mm. characters when I think they could be positioned as something a lot bigger than than what they are and this was the start Of that them finally beating the elite taking these titles and now you can have like a whole run and crazy tv matches with these guys but these were the three unstoppable dudes the past year really like the elite just got back together to come back and get, get these titles back and had great matches with you know death triangle stuff but going forward this is what we kind of want we want the reset button on the bucks and on kenny if that means they're cooling for a little bit okay but there's there's bigger picture i, I would imagine
1: yeah I, I mean i i loved this match as you said it it absolutely didn't stop at all yeah. and this was our non-wrestling fans yeah. favorite match of the night yeah he, i mean he thought it was ridiculous I,
0: honestly I, I i rewatched this today. today i i was like was i just like out of my mind that this match didn't stop at, like i just remember it just kept going everything there was so so much crazy action i'm like you know what i'll just put it on today while i had lunch what I,
1: one of the things so i really good. loved about this match is you got the kenny omega buddy matthews pair up yeah and then you got the kenny omega malachi black pair up they're two singles matches i really wanted to see oh man and then they tease matt jackson's gonna go in with brody Brody. king and brody just kills both the bucks so then it's kenny v brody so you get all three of those like little matches in it almost like you know when you're doing a
0: a Royal Rumble and you, you or a yeah. Survivor
1: Series, and you finally get that like dream pair together. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, there were some crazy spots. Oh,
0: the battle of the knees. I mean, Alistair Black with his bicycle knees yep. and Kenny with his V trigger knees. That's and Buddy. And, yeah. As well. Everyone just hitting all the crazy moves. I, I do want now the Bucks and Kenny to move into
1: some things a bit more serious. Uh, I, I kind of feel this, this trio's division is really there to keep people busy when they're not maybe focused in more prioritized feuds. Of course. Um, Which I'd say the same with like a Malachi and a buddy I would like to see and a Brody I'd like to see in more meaningful singles matches down the line because I really don't think, especially Black, we really haven't scratched the surface with him in AEW. He's had the the Cody feud and then being in this trios. So I I wonder, I think you're going to have to throw a few more teams together because we've seen House of Black and Death Triangle before. Um, you can, I, uh, the, the, what is it? Top flight and AR Fox yep. could be really fun against these guys. We maybe need a few more teams put together. Matt Taven.
0: Kat- the Kingdom Matt- with Adam
1: Cole. Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe not. Uh, what other trios? They have a lot of these guys though. <laughs> Ooh, that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of these other guys though on, in their thing that they can put together and they'll always grab people from like a other companies to bring mm. in like, Triple A guys or whatever. So, and maybe that's the thing with this whole t-
1: division is you don't really need stories. Yeah. You're just going to have like a black, a nuts 15 minute match. Uh, I wonder how much like, cause don't get, this match is excellent. This was awesome. I wonder how much at the end of the year, a match like this is going to stand out because, and this is credit to these guys. They do a lot of these really, really good matches, yeah. but I wonder how much it stands out. Like compared to like uh, the Iron Man match, which I think I'm going to remember for a long, long time. Yeah, fair. From the end of the year.
0: Fair enough. I uh, I think I think this was something I'll, I'll definitely. It made me go, wow. I don't think anything could top that tonight. And then by the end of the night, I was like, you know what? I did like another match over, but it was really this match mm. that made me like just go, yeah. I love uh the crowd. Were really into it. Like everyone was on point, and I I thought the spot with Julia Hart was awesome.
1: Oh yeah. So
0: because like the little things, right? So like it's, it's Julia accidentally eaten the V trigger. Yeah. And Kenny is just like, eh, I don't care.
1: It, it reminds <laughs> me of like at work, like I'm say it's a busy night yeah. and there's someone standing in the door where the kitchen is. Right. And I'm going back and forth. And I ask this guy like five times, excuse me, you can't stand there. Right. And eventually I come out the kitchen, bump into him and he drops his drink. I'm like, Eh, I told you like <laughs> yeah. that sucks, but <laughs> yeah. that's how it was with Julia, Hart. Huh? Yeah, He's like trying not to hit her, so many. And times. then when he eventually does hit her, it's like, well, you know what, you you
0: kind of fucking deserve. There her. was great camera. She she looks great too. They all yeah. they, all their a gear and attire looked good. Kenny looked like he was wearing the tights that he fought Danielson in too, as well. Like changes to it, but it looked cool. The, the Bucks obviously wearing the California. Mm-hmm colors but um like the house of black were some spooky scary looking dudes they were with especially, bold. With the white yeah the white, white yeah. julie hart the, the whole package looked awesome so i'm looking forward to seeing the house of black uh go forward we we were lucky enough to see them at a super kick show like, yeah a few months back and we were like man these guys are on point so mm. i'm happy that that uh they're getting this push and you'll this see them the on right TV. Move, yeah and hopefully it opens up bigger things for the elite it opens up the Bucks and Kenny Omega to be in a feud with FTR and CM Punk. All right. <laughs> maybe, possibly. A dream. Why, a why would you do
1: that without the titles? I, yeah, I don't know. The trios? I, I feel them dropping the titles. I feel they're maybe going out of this division. Right. Sep-
0: separating yeah, themselves. Yeah, I think so. That's what I want, anyway. Yeah.
1: Uh, although that would be good if we ever get that. But yeah. I've got some punk and FTR thoughts yeah. coming up. Uh, we then had our women's championship match. Jamie Hayter defending in a triple threat match against Soraya and Ruby Soho.
0: Yeah, uh, probably the the least interest in any of the matches tonight, just because this match felt felt like it was kind of thrown apart and... The one story—it's just been a
1: horrible story, hasn't it?
0: And and you know you could look at it the other way and say like, well, sorry, this was the only women's match like mm. on this entire pay per view. But like, what did they've even? What else deserves to be on there? <laughs> like really? right now, AEW's women division just feels yeah. like it's just—it's just Jamie Hayter and all this stuff with Soraya and Tony Storm and now Ruby Soho is is just so like so st- stupid. I just don't care. It looks. It, 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 like the, the, the whole storyline and where it's going to go now. Cause now it's going, you know, it's going further. Cause it's, mm. you know, they add Ruby to the group by the end of this thing. It's like, I just don't care. It's just bad. Uh, there was some good stuff in it. And, and again, all the credit to, to Jamie Hader. She looks yeah. the part. She looks like a champion with her crazy, uh, like Joshi inspired gear. Yeah. Or something, I really liked right? her look. Yeah. Her look looked awesome and uh, her look looked she, like she was the one who had looked like she had to do a lot of the work in this mm-hmm. match with, with Soraya and Ruby. And I'm not, you know, I am fans of both yeah. Paige and Soraya and sorry, Soraya and Ruby, but since coming to AEW, Soraya really just,
1: I think this was her best outing. Yeah. I think this yeah. is the
0: best in ring that she's looked, but she had two other people for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: it, sensible match to book then Yeah, maybe if exactly. you, if you, if you want to get your use out of Soraya and obviously you're probably spending a bit of money on her, and see her as a star and want her in matches on the pay per view. This is probably a better way to go about it than putting her in a singles. But I did think she, uh, she stepped up here and started to look, uh, better. Like she needs new names for her moves. Like they're still just. Page Turner? Not calling the Rampage, the PTO, the Page Turner. What do you do? I thought her Rampage actually looked really good in this match. The Serea Turner. The, the, the next the, chapter. The, the Knight, the, knight oh yeah, Knight, right? Serea Knight. Yeah, the Nightmare whatever
0: the nightmare. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, as you said, Ruby Soho joining Soraya and Tony at the end, I, I think we're leading to blood and guts, anarchy in the arena with the women this year to kind of shake things up. And I could see, I could see, uh, like Ember perhaps joining, um, joining Soraya, Tony and Ruby. So all the WWE people. Yeah. And then like, I think maybe if, like, uh, because apparently, I mean, you wouldn't put Reba in the match anyway, but apparently she's kind of being faved. She out. hasn't been shown in a yeah. while, yeah. Uh, I could see maybe if they get on good terms, Thunder Rosa joining the originals, perhaps, if she's due a comeback. Uh, I'd like to see Jay Cargill in that position, like, finally actually have her say hello to some of the others in this division who aren't just your AEW dark women, right? Um, or I mean. The Bellas were backstage last night. They could were, could, could they, they be joining Team WWE?
0: They're so upset of how they were, were treated at Raw 30. Yeah, <laughs> that they wanted to. They're going to join, that A- gonna yeah.
1: join Ruby, Soraya, and Tony to take on the team of Britt, Jamie, Thunder Rosa, Hikaru Shida, and Jade Cargill. Book it! Oh man, in blood and guts. Yeah,
0: Stadium Stampede. You know, Brie will bleed. The Lethal Weapon. Bleed mode, Brie Bella. Yeah, The Lethal Weapon. Yeah. That's why they wear red gear to match the exactly. color of blood. They're BCC for life. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jamie retaining. I kind of hope she they go away from this that she's not involved with this storyline. Because like if we're like I I get what you're saying they they, they will go to a multi-person like bloody gu- I, sorry blood gut. I thing would or prefer
1: something. yeah to her have a a meaningful singles yeah. championship feud and then have the other women doing yeah. this faction warfare thing. I prefer. I see them lumping it all together. They just don't
0: have anyone else that's like viable. Like, like you could do Athena versus Jamie. Athena's doing the ROH thing. Oh right, the moment, yeah. Right. Did she quit? No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I I did think this was better than I like. It it was a bad build, yeah. so I had lack of interest that way. But I think once this match actually got going, you've got uh, especially with Jamie, but Ruby's no slouch either. Like yeah. I thought they put together a pretty good match here. Um, and then we go to our Texas death match.
0: Texas death.
1: Hangman Adam Page taking on John Moxley. And I'm going to get my gripe out the way first. And I say this every time AEW do a Texas death match. This ain't a Texas death match. So why call it a Texas death match? We ain't in Texas. Neither of these guys are from Texas. The rules aren't the rules of a Texas death match. And they've even changed it because they have just been last man standing matches yeah. in the past. And this ended in submission. Yeah. So just. Call it someone else. To be fair, that being said, I have no other criticisms <laughs> about this match.
0: Like Moxley did, just say Texas Death, and then people were like, "So wait, is it a Texas Death Match or like something else?" Because clearly they're like, "Yo, we're not doing it's that." A San Francisco Death years. Match, a San, Bay Area, a San Francisco Death, death Match. Yeah. yeah, what would that consist somewhere of? Somewhere <laughs> on the Tenderloin. Yeah, <laughs> with Full House theme playing mm. somehow, some way. Um, that's in San Francisco, right? The full I, I house? don't know. Oh. I just know the the scary areas, the Tenderloin. Right. And
1: by listening to Stephanie Chase's adventures in San Fran. I, I'm pretty sure that's where she's staying. Okay. <laughs>
0: Great. <laughs> Detroit wasn't enough for her. Yeah. No, that, that area is scary.
1: Like that's a, I walk in the middle of the road, scary right. that area. And it's right by all
0: these nice areas as well. So you find yourself just accidentally making the wrong turn quite Jeez. often. Yeah. Well, there was no Texas uh, death in mm. this match, but it was like a pretty much just a violent, match where it was pin or submission is kind of what they said i think was it pin as well or just submission knockout yeah i don't know, I don't know. but yeah right. but cares? like looking back at old texas death matches the stip is great because it's violent and stuff mm. but the actual 10 count pinning thing is stupid the
1: rules is, are stupid
0: but yeah. like them, the rules call it something else like you came
1: up with a different name for your your final burial match or whatever like don't like yeah just call it something else yeah, yeah. Like, it'd be like saying, oh, we're doing an Iron Man match, but the way to win is in 20 minutes and just by count
0: out or something. And you're so, like, what? Okay, well, that's not an Iron Man it? match, yeah. is it? Uh, that, that, you're right, but the match was awesome. The match was awesome. Yeah, these two definitely going out there and just killing each other. You know there was lots of blood. Hangman coming out to a new theme? Yeah, I don't know about that. That's, that's like, unfortunate. The theme is awesome. It's uh, I what I thought was an original Johnny Cash song uh, But it's, I forget who it was, the actual person, but, uh, The Outlaws. So, like, this, this song has been covered a million times by, like, so Mm. many different bands. So, it is a cool, still a cool cowboy song. I'm sure it'll, like, grow on us, but his last theme was awesome. It's a cool song. I don't think it works for entrance. Yeah. Um,
1: unless it was a one
0: off because it was Texas Deathmatch or, I don't know. Okay.
1: But his thing so good. Yeah, his theme is uh, awesome. And his theme is I like... I wouldn't have messed
0: with this. ...is like music they purchased. Like, he's yeah. been using car commercials and stuff. It's kind of like a, a good, the bad, the ugly rip-off mm. or whatever. But it's so good that fits him so well, so... It's a shame. Um, I love this entrance. This was Red Dead Redemption yeah. coming out here, Hangman Page. I knew he, there was going to be blood. This guy had an evolved look, I thought, actually. He, like... Looked a bit more serious again with the different graphics, red, dead redemption mm. vibes, black leather jacket. He wasn't wearing no butterfly pants yeah. tonight, you know, like this was the hangman I really like seeing. Uh, and our friend Jesse, who's over, is hangman's his biggest guy. And like seeing the entrance, I, I could tell Jesse was like, Oh, yeah, that's hangman's great. fucking, hangman's fucking someone up tonight. And that's exactly, uh, what he did because he reminded us of why they call him the hangman. That's yeah. how we, that's how we won the match.
1: Yeah, uh, very, uh, Brody Lee, sorry, uh, Bruiser Brody, Terry Funk esque, yeah. hanging Mox. Stan
0: Hansen, Terry Funk? Stan Hansen, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, Stan yeah. Hansen, Terry Funk, uh,
1: hanging Moxley with the, with, was it a chain? Yeah. At the end? Uh, so Mox tapped. Not the, not the only Blackpool Combat Club member to tap out tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, fantastic. Just bloody, violent, like, stuff. You were definitely watching through your hands with the fork. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, the the fork stuff was the, the triangle hold just stabbing yeah. the fork. And you started seeing the blood just. It's like in movies. Like, you know, in Shaun yeah. of the Dead where they're whacking the zombie with the cricket you bat got and red you can on see you. the blood start splatting all over <laughs> yeah. them.
0: Yeah. Um. It was, there was, a, yeah, there was one where it literally, like, it was like, uh, what's that? American Psycho. Like, the blood yep. just <laughs> splatter- splattered. Splattered. Yeah disgusting
1: but so so compelling um both these guys like this this has been maybe the best built yeah. to this kind of match and hangman also is now like the king of the death match in AEW, right Does he always won them he he had the texas death against adam cole which he won texas okay. death against uh lance archer which he won um i feel like he's had other oh. bloody violent matches in there
0: what was his match with uh, Joey Janela at All In? That was kind of violent. That wasn't the Cracker, oh, yeah, that, cracker, barrel, the cracker death barrel death match. match. <laughs> yeah. So
1: he's like undefeated in this these kinds of matches, and I like that. Whereas yeah. you think of him as this like sweet, you know, anxious millennial cowboy, but he's always stepped up to these matches. Um, so I, I think that's something they could could run with for his character that he's undefeated in this. I see this as perhaps. The double or nothing match for MJF, yeah. Hangman. I think there's a there's history between them. I don't think Hangman's beaten MJF. Um, they oh. had that match for the Diamond Ring, like right at the beginning of Dynamite. Um, so I think there's there's something you can have for that with Hangman, you know, trying to get his title back, but also trying to get that win over MJF. And I think you've you elevated Hangman with this match, and Moxley kind of, you know. Being heelish, we've seen him lean heel in yeah. these matches where he's just getting super violent. But I think the low blow in this was like a—you uh, can stab people in forks—is a death match. As soon as you <laughs> punch a man in the beanbag, it's like, come on, dude. yeah,
0: you're a bad guy. That's a
1: bad guy move. And I think can... Uderand Cesar Claudio, being a bit more heelish now.
0: Mm. I just see Moxley finally going fishing. Like, yeah, with a, with his fork, he'll go fishing. Just go away for a little bit and take a month or two off, and then come back and. Uh, I bet there'll be a, a spot and a feud ready. Would that be if we're talking about the trios division
1: as something to like chill big names when they're not in singles programs? Yuda, Claudio and Mox taking on House of Black or yeah, something like that? Yeah, at the that? next
0: pay-per-view. Could be, you could could do be that.
1: something to have, but yeah, let the man
0: fish. Yeah, let the man go fish, be a dad, stop bleeding. Stop bleeding. You think on his days off Come he on. bleeds? <laughs> just, just to make sure it still works? <laughs> Practices. I got my Halloween costume set <laughs> for Halloween. I'm just going to have a bloody face. Just Who bloody are you? Oh, I'm John Moxley. John
1: Moxley, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we go forward to our TNT title match. Samoa Joe taking on Wardlow.
0: Yeah, look, uh, Samoa Joe is one of my all-time favorites, and I felt like the past few years he's been wearing his, he wore his poncho. I yeah. thought it was over, and then he came back to injury, AW injury, injury, Yeah, he came back to AW, and he he wasn't doing too much, but it was really the Darby feud that oh, yeah. just reinvigorated my f- just fandom of Joe. And I think as much as war- they kind of ruined Wardlow with the whole drop in the title and the shenanigans that this way and that way, triple threat and st- so forth, but uh. I wasn't excited to see this match. And I think if they just pulled the trigger on it when they should have, like, a few months back, it would have made it a bit more important and special. And now we've just seen this TNT title keep flipping back. And now it's back on Wardlow. And, like, now it's just like, what, what do I care now? It's,
1: like, I thought they had a, a fine match. I yeah. thought it was
0: a dynamite
1: match. Yeah. Um, and, like, dynamite matches are pretty good. But it was also in a bit of a death spot following that death match death match um and this title has been flip-flopped a lot it's you had the the wardlow joe feud as you said which suddenly hobbs was inserted in for the fall gear match yeah and then joe won it by beating hobbs and then darby beat joe and then joe beat darby and now wardlow's beating joe again and i wouldn't be surprised if hobbs beats wardlow on wednesday uh, for this thing. So yeah. it's been hot potatoed a lot. I kind of feel there is momentum going with Hobbs right now. So I kind of feel... I would take Hobbs over. I it, yeah. kind of do feel you should pull the trigger with that. And then maybe because the way you've told the story with uh, with Wardlow and Joe, with Joe taking Wardlow's hair and that being the connection with his dad and stuff, you kind of had to have Wardlow win this. Um, but I, I do still feel with, with Wardlow, like, you... You compare to a year ago, how hot he was with this MJF feud, compared to now. And even though you've given him this title now a second time, that there's there's something just has has missed. Yeah. And I I it's not necessarily his fault, but I don't know at this point what he can do to sort of bring it back. He's got to go. And grow. I don't think this match was necessarily it. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I didn't care I'm for not, it. Yeah. yeah, when you think of all the other stuff on this
0: show it's the match i remembered the least yeah probably uh i think we know the issue is he needs to grow back the man bun yeah as soon as he does the power will come back Maybe. he'll become goldberg again
1: i really hope him and uh hobbs just have a absolute like boss yeah. fight on on wednesday and For they sure. really turn some heads um the oh what was the i I, know, I was gonna say something else about this match oh the one thing i liked was uh samoa joe passing out here from the choke, his own choke. But it was, it was, it was a great setup for the main event because they did the the three arm raise where normally that's like a, a hope spot where yeah. the third is going down and then up. Oh, Maybe with that's you.
0: why this finish sucked, yeah.
1: <laughs> but they did that because it comes into play majorly Lated. in the Brian MJF yeah, yeah. match. So I think, whereas we've seen them just wave the hand and be yeah. like, no, uh, I, I like the end. I liked Wardlow choking out Joe, and. That's like uh, three three matches on this show where you're kind of submitting a guy who doesn't normally tackle, yeah, doesn't yeah. normally pass
0: out. So I thought that was pretty cool. Well, then we had the tag team fatal four way match, the Ass Boys. Which, if you saw the the posters that the signs that went up, people in the venue that said "Do not call them Ass Boys." Right. <laughs> the Ass Boys have asked kindly that no one call them that, so that people would call them that, even, them that more them, yeah. even more than even more. Uh, th- This Fatal 4-Way match got a lot of people's uh, head scratching when the teams were revealed after two weeks of two different Tag Team Battle Royals. Mm-hmm. I never want to see a Tag Team t- Battle Royal ever again. Um, all to set up this Fatal 4-Way match, which it was the acclaimed hoping to get them back from the Gun Club. Uh, sorry, the Guns. And then Jay Lethal and pay-per-view Jeff Jarrett also making an appearance here. And... The team of Orange Cassidy and Danhausen, which I think that's the one where people were like, "Okay, that's kind of bizarre," but I thought uh, for what it was, was pretty fun. All four teams were just doing all like fun stuff, interacting with each other.
1: This was in the the sting slot, right? Yeah, this is the like Jeff Jarrett spot pre, now. Baby. Yeah, pre main <laughs> event, uh, you need just some some comedy, some ridiculousness. I some Jeff Jarrett I, as a match with these these eight guys. I'm totally for it it does feel that the um, the tag championship has lost its, don't know if credibility is the right word, but maybe luster, you know, like you've got the, just a bunch of comedy acts here going for it. And this, this tag, like think still a lot of people's favorite match ever was over this championship. Hand yeah. Dan and Kenny against the bucks. And this is not that, um, but I thought it was an entertaining match. I understand wanting to get orange Cassidy on the show, uh, because he's, he's great. Him he's and Danhausen,
0: I mean, Danhausen doesn't wrestle a whole lot. So to, to him, almost make him the, the Brock Lesnar attraction here. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see him actually wrestle? It's something. He
1: actually, like, cause I haven't watched him yeah. for a bunch. He got I, squashed. I don't reason, find yeah. his
0: comedy particularly funny for me, but I thought he actually looked
1: pretty good here and yeah. had some, uh, when you had the stuff with, uh, Satnam Singh, who's just giant and Danhausen trying, trying to, to curse him. him and Orange. Like, white men can't jump, but this guy, had hops, he's hitting nuts. that Superman punch on the eight-foot-tall giant. He's
0: nuts. There. Like, Orange Cassidy, yeah. he's You could tell he's so trained in, like, proper, like, I don't know, like, lucha stuff. Like, this guy must hustle. He must train how to do yeah. this constantly without slipping up on some of those spots. But this was
1: pretty funny. Uh Great near-fall with Jeff Jarrett. Hitting oh, the stroke yeah. Where you really thought I bet. they were going to win. That's why I like this. Match. I could have bought yeah. anyone here winning this.
0: Yeah. I bit on that. Jeff Jarrett would walk out as champion and, uh, that didn't happen. And then the guns just pick up the win.
1: Guns pick up the win and the silence after. Oh, was man. It was just so crickets. quiet. And people were loud for this match. They were getting into the, you know, the, the acclaimed scissoring spots. They were getting into Dan and and Orange. Yeah. Uh, just like it's, it's kind of that, uh, jeff jarrett and jay lethal are actually getting great heat now i yeah. think because i think there was that thing why are they taking up so much tv time and then people been like fuck they're actually pretty entertaining should have won and they've been having some good matches so
0: i'd almost prefer the feud with ftr to be with jay lethal and jeff jarrett because i feel like that'd be more entertaining matches but i do love the 310 to yuma Though. shout it's out, it's
1: like a like a 3D flatliner kind yeah. of thing.
0: 310, yeah. 310 to Yuma. Uh, well, these guys celebrate to like you said, not a really uh, receptive crowd. Mm. Not even just just it's quiet. not booze.
1: It was just like oh, it's quiet. Okay,
0: but then the real the real uh, pop hit when FTR make their return to come down, beat up the the guns. They hit the shatter machine, the shitter machine. And uh, hold the titles up. So clearly they've returned. They want the titles. They're winning the titles.
1: And I, I would think pretty soon. Yeah. Um, it's... Yeah, I, I would see this on a dynamite. I don't see this stretching to yeah. double or nothing no. by any means. I think this is FTR getting those titles. Um, what is it? April? Their contracts expire. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, which is before double or nothing. So... I would think them coming back might indicate that they are sticking around. Right. Because okay. April's not far away.
0: So we're not getting FTR Edge and Christian versus The Judgment Day, but we're getting uh, FTR and Punk versus The Elite. Maybe. So their
1: their new shirt says FTR live in color or you could read it as live in color.
0: Right, okay. You know, yeah. total personality, live in color. I, love I don't their, know if that's a clue. I love their shirts. This one was this one's 2 NXT 2.0 for me. I was like, too ooh, colorful. yeah, uh, like just, okay, I'm going to copy paste the paint thing and splatter. splatter. Mm. I know the next, I just felt di- it was maybe a little, little clue, cheeky. a little nod, a little wink. I mean, perhaps. I mean, the, the little winks is if you follow CM Punk on Instagram, he's mm. been very cheeky yeah. in the past little while, even today, posting certain things that you're like, okay, you're coming back. Who
1: do you see if, uh, if FTR win these titles, who do you see like the big feud being with? Are we going to are we just going back to Bucks FTR at double or nothing to finally have the rubber match there? Um I'm for it. That match would sell. I would think I would think they <laughs> I think they're gonna keep acclaimed away from the titles for a bit. The yeah. fact that they they very deliberately didn't have them uh them Rematch. face and have FTR get it off of them um makes me think that acclaimed are
0: maybe gonna maybe they'll do some trios. Billy, Billy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get beat up by the House of Black, mm. but yeah, that could be all right. Uh, hearing him rap about the spooky tattoo men and the one non-tattooed exactly. Aussie Let's yeah. do it. Book it. Yeah. Uh, going forward, FTR coming back. Does the, the little teases with the shirt, the little teases like that, does make me believe that there is a bigger picture, especially set for Double or Nothing? So they announced Double or Nothing in May, and I'm kind of like, yo, I would, was looking at flights that and would stuff be a today. pretty fun trip, yeah. just saying. So May twenty eighth, maybe, be a thing. maybe we'll see. But then we went to the main event, the Iron Man match. Oh yeah, one hour long. These two guys are gonna fight. And after one hour, it's going to go to a draw. <laughs> Our friend going,
1: wait, they're going to wrestle for an hour? That's ridiculous. How are they going to do that? Yeah. How are they going to wrestle for an hour?
0: Well, they did. They did. And some.
1: And some. This this is my kind of match. This was brilliant. I loved all the the early stuff with MJF trying to, like, it took MJF a long time before he started cheating. Right. Right? Because he was trying to show, I can hang with you wrestling-wise. You had that awesome sequence where they're just doing pin attempts back and forth roll for like ups. for like a couple of minutes just yeah. all these roll-ups was awesome and then was it Danielson gets the first fall in like 25 yeah minutes
0: MJF I think eats two falls pretty back-to-back somewhat because it's Danielson just killing him. I think he has yeah. the, the the psycho knee gets the first fall and then again and gets taps another. him out I think yeah. Right? yeah so he really is like mm-hmm. washing him there but then uh, something we've not seen. This is like video game tactics mm. here, where MJF hits him in the balls, gets a DQ, and then pins him twice in a row. So that that was a nice thing they added
1: in the rules here. Was the there's no rest period? Yeah, it's it is like the video game. Yeah, you get the fall, the match continues. There's no break. And and I thought it made complete logical sense of MJF cheating at that point to then go up two falls. Right. Um. The only thing was like it could have done with a bell ring or, or like Justin Roberts calling it. But I also felt it felt almost a bit more real with like, oh shit, what just, he just picked up two. Yeah, they hit a goal. (laughs) I think after that, they should have, Justin should have said, something right. on the mic to make yeah. it clear. Cause there was a bit of confusion and they were slow with the graphics putting up
0: the score. It was the commentary also. We're not sure. They yeah. were like, Oh, he got one. And it's like, no, I think he got two. And then they're like, no, no he got two. He okay. Got two. Yeah. Uh, that was fantastic. Like you said, they were like wrestling and, and obviously Danielson can, can wrestle an hour. We've seen it in AEW. We've seen it in elsewhere in his career and especially in the indies and stuff, but to see MJF like in him just hang and, they meshed really well together, just as we kind of figured they would. Danielson, such a easy, likable, pure baby face, and MJF, the best bad guy going, right? So it just felt like a proper classic match, and there was a lot of callbacks to uh, some older Iron Man matches with certain spots, and mm-hmm. obviously MJF posing like Sean, but. Then a lot of like throwbacks to Danielson's career with uh like some indie stuff, and then like I swear MJF was busting out some like all Japan style stuff in this match as well, like some crazy drivers, the, the, and...
1: the like avalanche tombstone, yeah, the running tombstone through a table, like <laughs> yeah. that was insane. Elbow
0: drop off the top, the elbow
1: drop through the table he was great. It, man, for sure. uh, like, I it was yeah, went through stages, just started like amping up the violence as it went along. I loved MJF constantly. Going for for water breaks yeah. to like sell Stay the exhaustion hydrated, of this hour long match. Yeah. Whereas Danielson is like, I could do this all day. I could
0: do this. Um, all
1: day. throwing water in a kid's face.
0: Oh, I think
1: we're going to be on the same page here. Well, it?
0: you know how I feel yeah. about kids.
1: <laughs> so apparently, what the the kid was upset. The mom was mad. Like, and I'm sorry. Like, the in 10 years time, in 20 years time, you're going to be that kid who MJF threw water in their face. Yeah. That's great. Origin he didn't story. throw hot coffee at you. He threw water or maybe Sprite. You might be a bit sticky. Okay, well, you get some legit heat and you're that kid.
0: Look, there's different ways you can analyze because that, I like Twitter today. Everyone's like, "Oh, this that" and or people defending it and loving it and this and that. It's okay, he took someone someone's drink and threw it at them. Was it a water? I don't think it was. I think it was a mixed drink. I think it was like People are saying it was tequila soda or something okay. like that. It looked like water, but it was in or a or cup a with, with, with yeah. ice. So you know, you figured it was a drink. Therefore, that's like a $35 American drink right there. So MJF so is. A hit. Yeah. The yeah. guy's <laughs> drinking it. Absolutely. But it looks as if it was like the mom and her kid. And this kid's just chilling there. Like, he's and he's Yeah. On. And he's just, he's just enjoying the graps. And he gets this drink, which probably has alcohol in it thrown on him. And he's just like, oh. And then, the match like the match continues yeah it's bad the kid got tequila on him but they they got him backstage after they gave him pictures with wrestlers they chatted him up they were fine i could see people getting upset but the fact that everyone got riled up and discussing this today and like oh how could you do this with the kid he he got you he worked you 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 got upset it's one of those things where i think
1: i think it's great and i think mjf should get away with this shit because he is the guy. He's the biggest cunt in wrestling. Excuse me. But the thing is, if you now see from this, every guy who thinks they're a bad guy at an indie show throwing drinks in kids' faces and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, sorry, you're not there yet. Yeah. Like I, in, in AEW, all this shit should just be reserved for MJF. He's the ultimate
0: bad guy. You see, you see that stuff in in indies and stuff like that, and sometimes it doesn't work because then people are getting like will get really mad and not know if you're like. We we were at a demand lucha show, yeah. and and this dad was getting furious
1: at this. Wrestler. Yeah, like, he got up to like because f- this wrestler got in his kid's face. they yeah. like, didn't touch him or anything. Yeah, yeah. It was just like getting in his face. You saw this dad who'd had a few beers, rolling up his sleeves, yeah. getting up and. Our friend Tom's security was like, yo, chill. It's chill. okay. It's, it's not it's real. Wrestling. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking back to, like, Sasha Banks and Izzy, Izzy with yeah. the headband, right? Like, that was some mean shit. You actually took something from this kid and broke it.
1: Izzy got over it. She's at all the press she, conferences Yeah, she's, gonna be, she's yeah. backstage at this yeah. show,
0: probably. So she's fine. She's probably talking to this kid, like, trust me. I know. It gets better. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, you're gonna have a podcast soon. You're gonna become a wrestler. You're gonna be great. Like I saw Jay Lethal throw a ladder in a guy's
1: face. Yeah. Like, like, I've seen a lot of like, stuff at yeah. wrestling shows. Having so, a like, drink thrown at you, whatever.
0: Uh yeah, as as I always say, F them kids, bro. <laughs>
1: but uh back to the match, just I thought this was a, a oh, masterpiece. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought they I thought they did the a lot of our criticisms when we watch like a two out of three falls or an elimination match or something like that is why are they suddenly getting pinfalls on DDTs after like seven minutes in after DDTs? This was a pretty high scoring Iron Man match, it was 3 yeah. 3. But I felt every fall made sense. You're 25 minutes into the match when Brian puts him away with the Busaiko knee. Like that makes sense. You then have him tap out, you then have MJF cheat. And then yeah, like in the latter parts where you're like forty-five minutes, fifty minutes, fifty-five minutes, of course more falls are gonna come because you're exhausted. Okay. And uh I I thought they played the drama at the end with the uh the submissions. I love the submission where MJF gets the ropes and taps so yeah. Brian thinks, thinks he's tapped. tapped. Um and I also love with MJF, I think I think cheating does get stale with some people, but again, like with this guy, the cheating is his finisher. Yeah. It's like no one kicks out the one winged angel. You know as soon as that's hit, it's game over. With MJF it's like that with how is he gonna cheat? cheat? Because you know he ain't he ain't gonna just win yeah with the heat seeker or whatever. He's gonna he's going yeah, do yeah. something dastardly.
0: He got some he got a fall with the heat seeker earlier, so then when later he hits it and Danielson kicks out and fires up it's, it's a like great a great niffle. moment, right? So uh, same with Danielson hitting the Psycho Knee and he kicks out of it yep. again later. Uh, Danielson hitting the Flying T-Bone headbutt and then MJF just bleeding everywhere. Uh, th- there was great and stuff. And then
1: the, the after the 60 minutes, they, they did the thing you see in New Japan where they're running out and doing the ice packs yeah. and they're doing the oxygen, oxygen mask masks on MJF, which is perfectly there, this cylinder to use once they go into overtime. He uses that against Brian. Still doesn't put him away. Yeah. He's trying with the ring. And Bryce catches the ring, I think as he's applying a submission, yeah. he's like, Whoa, 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 yeah, what's yeah. that? And he takes it. I home. thought it was done brilliantly. And then having Danielson tap out after all that. And I think in in kind of Iron Man matches, I kind of feel the the cheating is sort of fair game. It's like we've got an hour, who's gonna win this? And you know, MJF, it's like, yeah, I deliberately sacrificed a fall. I might have sacrificed another if the ref caught me. Right. Yeah. So I, I think it, it felt like a definitive win for MJF. I think that's the end of this feud. Um, but this possibly my match of the year so far.
0: Yeah. This was, uh, fantastic. The, the way they had multiple falls. And then by the end, MJF doesn't give up. And then it's a, it's a tie. So then you see Tony Schiavone on commentary being told from, uh, his boss, Tony Khan telling tony his favorite journalist here in AEW, to go down to the ring and tell justin roberts that we're going into overtime sudden death my n- least favorite jean claude Van Damme movie mm. um and then uh the like six minutes that, I get, that they go after that or whatever is just insane it's such a like whirlwind and it brought me back to like old school huge big matches to me mjf is triple h in in aw i know he says he's mm. he loves triple h and the he quotes them all the time and all that like to me he's Minds that match guy is more excited yeah he, he's like better triple Laves, H. yeah like, he's a better triple there H. there was yeah. not
1: a dull moment no way better than and,
0: what other iron man's like i feel like triple h has been in some or, triple
1: h the rock which yeah. i i it's enjoy. pretty good yeah it's pretty fun great ending with taker coming out yeah um you had brock and kurt angle smackdown, on smackdown which was really good I don't count the 30-minute ones because we see enough of 30-minute matches. It, it isn't the same. Yeah. It's not the same as going the 60.
0: Um, yeah, I like Sean and Kurt Angle, 30-minute raw one. But again, if they went an hour, that would have been a whole different yeah, thing. Uh, but, but obviously, the, everyone goes and compares back to Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, WrestleMania, one hour long. like Which is trash. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which like... It was the first one. A lot of that match is, is Stalin is chilling is laying down. I don't down. think I saw a
1: headlock in this match. There, you know, like this, that's
0: yeah. This one like was an hour where it felt like it was like four different matches in like, one. I was
1: wanting it to go to overtime. Yeah. You know, when that, crazy. when that clock hit one minute, I was like, I'm not ready for this to end. I have yeah. just watched an hour of this. Plus, 3 hours previously of other matches. Yeah. I wasn't ready for this to end like which is a real testament to these guys.
0: Yeah, uh I loved I loved all this. I even loved the wicked poison rana from Danielson oh, near the yeah. end as well. You know we love our poison ranas out there. But uh Danielson getting the hope spots at the end, the oxygen oxygen tank coming into play from mm. MJF getting the win there like it felt like the definitely the best Iron Man match that has taken place. I think so like, easily. I, so. I looked
1: on Cage match today and obviously it's kind of Recency bias, yeah. um, But had over 300 votes so far, and it's standing at a uh, 9.71, which currently puts it as the 17th greatest match of all time.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people are giving it some praise. I would.
1: I would give this five
0: stars. No problem. I'd go five
1: stars easily. Yeah. This was fantastic. um, Definitely delivered. It's up there with uh, Omega Osprey. This from this this year. year. Yeah. It was really good. Because I. I. I'm really into these two guys. Uh, it might be my match of the year so far.
0: They, they meshed really well together and they made you want to watch more than an hour of them wrestling, which is crazy. We've seen Danielson do this a lot, but MJF was, was not only hanging, like won the match and it was, it was, it was, it was, it was really good because we do, uh, best match ever podcasts. Mm where we go back and revisit some stuff we've done. Like we've looked at the Iron Man of, at once before we've looked at a lot of these like Ric Flair steamboats and they similar thing, right? They go like an almost an hour long Broadway is the, 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 they would, they would say, and like, I still think going an hour, like you have to be crazy talented to have someone's attention. Like for us to be like, okay, I need to go to the washroom. There's still 40 minutes left in this match, but I don't want to miss this match. So yeah. like, I, it would be tough to to be watching this live. Mm. right like what if you really got a pee but you're like ah oh, go from the beginning of the got match hold, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah this was a fantastic match it was my match of the night but i like i mentioned earlier that six trios man match was fantastic but this I, was a great show
1: i put this first i put the death match second and the trio oh, right, third.
0: yeah see that's Which, this show's but like, you
1: could you could argue any of those three matches um at the end mjf repeatedly saying and i saw him do it in the press conference as well Calling himself the best in the world. Um, it. I think Punk's coming back. Okay, so point. Punk yeah. versus
0: MJF at Double or Nothing. Yeah, you could do that. Right? Like, finish that feud. Let them do that. Do you do Punk and Hangman on TV? Is Punk Hangman a match? I guess that's the match you got to go to. But, like, we just saw Hangman. That's what, like, if I was a boss, I'm like,
1: look, if you're going to come here, you guys got to work together. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. I'm going to lock you in a room. And then you're going to put on a really nice match, the two of you. Well, you're I saw MJF- shake hands and
0: be friends. You're grown adults. You could go Hangman or MJ- uh, Punk at double. Or I think nothing. we'll see an Adam Cole
1: MJF match at some point as well. True, because um, they're building him up as a big baby face. Uh, MJF yeah, or Hangman or MJF Punk will be your main it event. It definitely feel. I think if Punk is back, I think that is the match. We we've got to have that yeah. final thing. I think it also further solidifies MJF as the guy. Beating Danielson, beating Punk, yeah, um, and beating Moxley, uh, and yeah, just the the constant best in the world. But also at the press conference, the towel, the his towel neck, around his neck. And then instead of cookies, it's dill pickles. Oh man, you know it's I like, love oh, my- these are tremendous. You got to go and get these pickles.
0: He was. Killing me when i watch watched this clip today. Cause it's the one where he's like, you want this one? And some people, everyone's like, no, 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 these rake reporters or podcast people. They're like, no, no, no. And he's like, you sure? Like, trust me. No, trust me. You want one. And it's like him being nice for like, yeah. cause the pickles are so good. So you like it? No, fuck off. Yeah. I know, I know you, uh, you're not, you're the anti pickle man. Yeah. You hate pickles. In fact, if I have picklebacks or open a jar of pickles in your vicinity, you, uh, almost, I bet I work with them yeah, so much. You have that to, I'm, I don't better. have
1: that gag thing anymore I did actually we've had this uh this show in town and it's a bunch of British people and it was there last night the other day they've been going there for seven weeks to my bar every single day yeah and so I got them around a shot at the end and I was like I don't know if you've had this but you've been here seven weeks you can't really leave Canada without having a pickle back right so I gave them all whiskey with a uh shot of pickle juice juice. they're like where's yours I was like it's gross but like (laughs) you're having it it's my
0: favorite. Yeah, yeah I like if you buns.
1: like pickles, it's a it's a good thing.
0: Uh, watching MJF cut promos with the CM Punk look and eating pickles made me uh, go into our fridge and I have a beautiful some kosher dills uh, in the fridge and it, he 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 influenced me to mm. eat a pickle after seeing this. But uh, that was CM Punk. That was like absolutely like absolutely. the muffins, the pickle, the towel, the way he was doing it. So i say that could, that could also, again, be the, the next big match that going forward. I see him coming back. I see him working things out, hopefully. The the one thing I'd question with that is I totally think
1: you should bring Punk back as a heel.
0: And yeah, I don't okay. know if
1: that works because I don't see them turning MJF no, babyface like anytime soon. Yeah. I think eventually you could do a, a babyface MJF and a heel Punk. Right. But we've only recently teased the babyface thing with MJF, so I... I don't think that would work. And I think Punk coming back after everything he said and brawl out and being put right back into the title picture, I could see turning people against him and definitely giving him a heel reaction.
0: Eventually he could do it. Yeah. But I feel like right now he, him just is still Mm. popular and still CM Punk. But like eventually you could go that route for sure. But uh, I'd say, I'd say this pay per view like did good for them. Like it just was a solid show. And I felt like, it flew by the matches. Like it felt like there was less matches because one of them was an hour plus, but like three standout matches that like, we'll definitely be talking about in the, in the next year and for quite a while. So, and
1: nothing, nothing like bad at all. I'd say Samoa Joe Wardlow was my least favorite match of the night, but like everything was pretty strong. Um, I, this so far is my front runner for pay-per-view of the year. Oh, easily. Yeah. It's going to take a lot to top this, but, We'll see. We'll see. WrestleMania is around the corner. WrestleMania is around the corner. And you know where you can see that?
0: <laughs> Gabby's
1: 309 King Street West. Go to Poisonrana.ca for your tickets.
0: Yeah, this was a solid pay-per-view watch. Uh, loved this Iron Man match. And I think uh, it will be tough to pick match of the year. Because uh, definitely, it, it, I, I, I think it deserves the praise that it is so far getting uh, mm. from your cage matches or, or so forth. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Uncle Dave Meltzer will give this a high rating.
1: I would think it so. wasn't in the, even token though he done. threw a drink at a, a kid little boy. And he said, that would cost me a star day.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: Any other final thoughts on the pay-per-view?
0: Uh, I'm trying to think of some other things. I mean, like, no, I would say like the, the going into this was not as hyped as most of mm. the shows. Even some of our friends were like, ah, eh, not really feeling this one, which we were like, okay, interesting. But again, then that made it deliver even more yeah. because that we were like lower hopes or whatever. But I hope the TV picks up T- TV was
1: really solid for a, like, I think because there was such a gap between pay-per-views, yeah. they just had a, a whole period of time where they weren't fake focusing on a pay-per-view build. They were just giving really solid episodes of dynamites with like, you know, three hot matches yeah. every week. And then it was about, and then you had just Jericho Starks feuding every week. And then it was like the three weeks before the pay-per-view it was like, Oh, we should probably put the rest of the card together and it felt yeah rushed and i think the main two feuds felt like they dragged on too long and then the rest felt like there was no build at all yeah Which I-, I didn't like the build to maybe this is an argument yeah. for maybe doing a having another pay-per-view
0: in the year more pay-per-views Forbidden Door is going to be coming around the corner. Forbidden Door. What would you see uh, elsewise at at double or nothing, other than what we were thinking? See,
1: that's not as far away. That's between two months. months.
0: So, still a bit
1: of time, but like not. This was three, I think, because it was November, full gear, right? So, that's quite a long gap. Yeah. Um, Double or nothing. uh, FTR the Bucks. Okay. I think for the titles. Um, TNT i'd love like i kind of wanted to keep the title on joe because i think joe to for the tnt title would have been really cool yeah um so i don't know for the tnt that's flip-flopping every week yeah it doesn't matter um mjf hangman i'm going with
0: because you could do uh the trios combat club
1: i like that idea right Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: that could be pretty cool yeah uh, anything else we want to talk about today before we go...
1: Uh, yeah, I've got... Well, let's go over to our friend Eddie Kingston. What? I quit AEW. Peace. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I quit AEW. Uh, only to go... To Ring of in Honor. In the other door at Ring of Honor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this... This is a bit weird. I think... Like, I think it's cool that you're you're giving him something prominent in ROH. You're trying to get this thing off the ground. Yeah. Um, you know the history between him and Claudio. They they teased it a bit last year around Blood and Guts and all that. Kind of didn't go anywhere. I think that's a good feud to go to. And Eddie's been like very misused in the last yeah six since the summer since last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how good it is having your baby face shitting on. The AEW locker room so much, kind of in story, but when we know the last year we had the fight with him and Sammy, we had Brawl out, and then in the same week you're having Kenny on Renee's podcast saying, yeah, everything was great, and then I came back and it was like the Donald Glover meme, where I come back with pizza and the place is burning (laughs) down. Like, I do question choosing to go that way with it. Being like, "Yo, AEW shit now." So, come and watch me on this streaming service. It's a little weird.
0: Yeah, uh, I know uh there was. I, I didn't check out Ring of Honor. There are some matches I, I definitely got to cherry pick and go mm. through and watch because Trey. Sorry, Trey Baxter. Blake Christian versus Zach Taber Jr. Something definitely I want to check out, but I, I feel like they got to make something a bit different to get my every week attention because the the way it looks is I I, I already don't watch dark. I already don't watch yeah. Elevation. I already don't watch Level Up. There's too much so, wrestling. Like, there's a lot right. of wrestling. And when people are having hour-long matches, <laughs> there ain't enough to go around.
1: Like, I, I really think ROH for me is going to be a show when I'm cooking and I don't know what to put on. And I can't really be invested in yeah. a, a TV drama while I'm cooking. So I just, oh, I, I hear Blake Christian, Zack Sabre Jr. had a good match. or will throw that on. Yeah. I'll watch the pay-per-views, absolutely. For sure, for sure. But I feel like a lot of people are feeling the same way with ROH. Yeah. So it's just too much. I yeah. I like other things aside from wrestling. I have know? to go outside sometimes. You yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't just watch wrestling yeah. all the time. Um I love it, but there's just too much. So it, it, it's all a bit weird. I think him, Claudio, is a, a sensible title match. Yeah. I think that especially win it. especially with Claudio being more dickish on TV. Right. Um do we see that feud at all happening? No, I mean, he's quit AEW, <laughs> he has So I guess not.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll see.
1: Any other thoughts on Eddie?
0: No, just no? hope the match is good. All right, yeah. Hope he's mad. Stay mad.
1: Um, we've got a couple of WWE things to finish, because we did miss our Poison Rana show yesterday to yeah. talk about Revolution. but So we've got two main things, I think, coming out of this week. Uh, firstly, uh, the first kind of encounter between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns ahead of their WrestleMania main event.
0: Yeah, this main event for Mania feels big. Everyone seems really hyped about WrestleMania this year, which is just good things all around being uh, a wrestling fan. We're recording this Monday night, right before Monday Night Raw, and uh, Dave Melch is reporting that Vince is backstage in Boston. Excellent. So get let's get real excited for WrestleMania even more so, and make sure you buy all your WWE merchandise, mm-hmm. And buy tickets to the house shows that go. Oh, I did do that this mm-hmm. week. I did go to a house show. I saw Roman versus Sammy, and nice. I didn't. I didn't even have to go to Montreal.
1: And Sammy won that one, didn't Sammy he? Sammy won,
0: and then the the rest so we've been woke up. And to then, the yeah, yeah. Season. Sammy won, and he's in the match now. Yeah. yeah so uh, I just pretended I was in French. Yeah. In, sorry. <laughs> in in Gr- Montreal. Yeah, in the French land. Uh, I just pretended and booed him and people were, were chanting in in French and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm just – I went there. And then our friend is like, yo, I got some free uh, a, Elimination Chamber shirt for you. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just tell people for the rest of my life I yeah. went. <laughs> you went to Elimination Chamber? You saw Sammy and Roman? We, oui. <laughs> oui, oui. Uh, I took a buddy of mine who's been one of my closest friends but never went to a wrestling show. So I said, hey, WWE's doing a house show. Roman Reigns Mm -hmm. is on the show. He he does know who that is. So I took him and he had a fantastic time and wants me to take him to some more. And, uh, WWE can get you hooked once you like, especially once you go live. You're like, okay, I see, I see this. And taking friends who've never been before was quite uh, a fun as well. But also WWE putting on a pretty fun show at Rico, Coca-Cola in Toronto Mm -hmm. on Saturday night. So that was some WWE stuff. But then, yeah, SmackDown with Roman and Cody. Actually, face to face, I thought their promos were fantastic and specifically Roman, who, you know, I'm not usually too high on when it comes to the wrestling, but the character work he's doing right now is like beyond what, what I ever could see coming from him really. And the stuff about Dusty and saying like, Cody, you know, me and Dusty used to, you know, cut cut back and just chill and talk about life and everything. And Dusty would talk about everything with me, except he never would mention you. You know
1: what he said about you?
0: Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Pat Patterson. Yeah. 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 And it's like, oh man, so good. So I'm, I'm hyped for this match.
1: Yeah. I think it, it Roman really feels like on a, on like a level of his own as this champion. He feels like the ultimate final boss that, I don't think they've had. Even with when they've been pushing Brock Lesnar yeah. as that way, I don't think anyone's felt as had this aura that Roman Reigns has right now. And we know Cody can talk. And Cody normally gets the better of everyone. everyone. And I, I thought this was interesting for the feud, having Roman just kinda destroy him here. Yeah. And I, I think there's time for Cody to to get his own back uh in yeah. the in the talk, but I liked I liked this having Roman just completely own Cody yeah this I, week
0: and he did he was such a like menacing way of like crushing your opponent like yeah I used to hang out with your dad and he's not around now and he know, he'll never he's like you got it you could try not to even have it but yeah. you'll still have it yeah, because yeah. you are it he's like your dad told me I'd be Wrestlemania main eventing in no time and yeah. look at me he was right oh not sorry you. have you main
1: evented Wrestlemania? Yeah.
0: <laughs> he did was you? great yeah. I also loved Cody versus Chad Gable From Raw. Oh, yeah. That was great. The, the, what is he called? Crossroads? Crossroads. Man, that crossroads looks. It's something I think since leaving WWE and doing the, the
1: like indie stuff and then AEW, I think facing all these like indie rific guys who are like, oh, wouldn't it look cool if I just spike my head and I do the crossroads? It looks so much better. Yeah. And I think now they've taken that. So you're having a lot of like, you're seeing your Chad Gables do it. You're seeing your Seth Rollins Yeah, it. Do wasn't
0: it. until like Kenny sold the Crossroads that everyone went, oh, it looked great. Move, yeah, move. we could just do that. Whereas we've seen like a lot of people have this
1: move and yeah. it's never like, it's looked fine. But now I think it looks like this deadly finisher. And I love when he rolls it through for a second yeah. or third time. Uh, yeah, Chad Gables, fantastic. And I love how they're using him at the moment as this kind of, utility player where he'll go out on TV and have a really solid match against one of your top guys, against a Seth, against yeah. a Cody. Uh, he's, he's definitely been a highlight when I watch
0: one of those For long sure. episodes yeah. of Raw. I, I love Chad Gable. Uh,
1: any more thoughts on Cody Roman?
0: Cody Roman? No. I'm trying to think of other stuff that was happening this week. I guess uh, with the big AEW stuff. Yeah, I think like,
1: AEW had my focus mainly this week, but yeah. the, the Cody Roman thing was definitely a highlight. Uh, and then reports... About Brock Lesnar, a few things of Brock. Uh, he's finishing up. It's WrestleMania season, so Brock is going. Ah, oh, you know what? This is this is the end of my contract. I think, I think I'm going to go. I found it funny how apparently they were saying like he was, like telling people at Raw he's finishing up and saying like goodbyes and things. Like, dude, WrestleMania is in like a month. Yeah. You're going to see these guys a few yeah. more times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but
0: yeah, do do you buy it? Uh, he's going to hit Omos. That's the match, right? Yeah, but do you buy he's done? Vince is out, right? Well, wait, Vince is maybe that's why Vince is back now to make sure he stays. Because I feel like once Vince left, Brock was like, "No, nah, I need to leave. I don't want to be here anymore."
1: I like. I don't see him go. I think this is a play
0: to get more money. Like he's done this so many times. He's gonna fight, he's gonna fight John Jones. Sure. Yeah. I think John Jones said, Oh, yeah, we could make some money." Yeah. They both just won't get tested, and it'll be a great match. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think Brock's going anywhere. You've got those Saudi shows that will pay him so much. A lot much. of money. Um, I think he will maybe take a little break. Take a break, sure. I, just, I, I don't care really right now. Uh, he's definitely Brocked too many Brocks. Like yeah, He's just been too Brocked, and I'm, I don't, I'm not interested in I,
1: him. I don't care if he's in the company or not at this yeah. point. I've
0: kind of seen everything I need to see from him, but yeah. I don't really see him going. Maybe he'll retire Goldberg this year, because Goldberg's been saying he needs to do one more show He in wants Saudi, the retirement and man. He's going to retire in Saudi. Okay. that's to he said
1: retire in Saudi sure mm-hmm. uh, Biggie once Biggie's back yeah true yeah that'd be All cool right. the spear. um but yeah also reports of Brock uh I mean we we've seen it play out on TV kind of this weird flip-flopping of booking within a matter of days yeah with this Brock Lashley Wyatt stuff so Brock uh lost to Lashley in DQ uh Bray Wyatt said he was going to like face either Brock or Lashley. Brock apparently just turned down a Bray Wyatt feud, which I think you're very smart there. <laughs> well done, Brock. Um, and I basically agreed to have a match with Omos, which is, it's all building to one moment, I, I assume, which F5. is an F5 on Omos. But can't say I'm thrilled about any of these matches. But yeah, maybe
0: it is a better option for Brock than Bray. Brock versus CM Punk and AEW. Sure. That's what he's, he's teasing that he's going to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would love to have him. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't really care about Brock. He's in this match that no one really wants to see anyways, but except Brock. for Vince. Yeah. But Maybe. he's back. So he's back. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's kind of the news for this week.
1: Um, We'll, we'll do a regular show next Sunday talking all about uh, WWE, AEW, any of the weird rumors, that are out there and and news and stuff, but
0: yeah, there's there, we'll have some other stuff to talk about. Hopefully, uh, I know that the next Mercedes match is going to be set. Um, okay. So the Mandalorian is out. She's, she's all over the place with that. Um, yeah, but going forward mania season, baby, I'm excited. And reminder we'll be watching it in Toronto at Gabby's in Toronto poisonrona.ca for all the links of all the stuff we do including all the other podcasts yes on here on this poisonrona feed we're going to have a de- we're going to have another detox later this month shout out Jordan Goodman uh but another uh, what up though is is coming out next week as well so that's going to be on this, this free week. feed yeah that's this Friday, this yeah. week would be be Detroit and John Sino. uh and then over on our Patreon yeah mm-hmm. it's only 5 bucks and you get access to like 500 podcasts that Pop up in your phone there of all the best match ever, all the Retro NXT reviews, all the movie reviews, all the pay-per-view reviews are all up there. Go check it out because we do so many podcasts. There's always at least like one or two or three shows from us a week that you can access and uh yeah we do a lot of fun stuff so we go check lot. us out and uh let us know what you think follow us on instagram i know you use instagram why do we only have like 200 people who follow us i know you yeah. use it. i know you use it come on i know you who use doesn't it. have instagram at poison Rana pod i swear we'll use it more if you if you follow us if you build it they will come so yes i will uh thank you everybody for listening and supporting us we will be back tomorrow with some up next on the post wrestling feed so it's roadblock it is.
1: We better big get ready. Show. Yeah, get ready. I was listening to uh, Corey Graves and uh, Kevin Patrick on okay. their on their show talking about it, and Corey kind of going, "I don't know." Kind of feels like Sean's coming back, <laughs> and he's like, don't, I, "He was like, I know nothing. Don't take that." But kind of feels like Sean's coming back. Yeah. So we'll
0: find out. Is it it Sean? Is it Johnny? Is it Dragon Lee?
1: His illegitimate son, Dragon Lee, to (laughs) avenge him. Dragon
0: Michaels. (laughs) (laughs) The Heartbreak Dragon. That'd be pretty sick. Everyone else. (laughs) HBD? Stop. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at TheBrayD. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And go eat a pickle.
1: Ahoy!